Welcome to Path of a Green Witch podcast. My name is Andrea, and I am a homesteading hedge witch. So today I want to give a homestead update, but I guess it's a little more of a life update because I have not been on the homestead for a while. I actually had to have a minor surgery on my wrist. It's healing well, and part of the reason that I needed to have the surgery is because of the amount of physical work that is required to be a homesteader. I guess I'll back up a little bit, and in 2015 when we bought the property, it was heavily wooded and there were access issues, meaning we did our research and we knew that the lot was buildable, meaning that there was road frontage, but the road was not built up properly, so it had deep pits It had really been used more as like a walking trail, and since that was the last buildable lot on the street, the town didn't bother to maintain that last quarter of a mile. So we got in and started doing it ourselves initially, and that was me literally moving tons of stone. So I think I did too much basically. And I have some like sore joints now that are just staying sore. And I know that's part of aging, but I think this has more to do with overwork from what I've heard from like the surgeon and other doctors that I've seen. And from the tests that I've had done, I don't have arthritis. I tend to be a very flexible person and I guess that's bad for your joints too. So all of that played into why I needed the surgery and why I'm not on the homestead. It's pretty sad, but at the same time, we're going right into winter. We've already had a couple of snowstorms here and it's hard to be there in the winter and to have to stack wood and, you know, feed a wood stove and all of that would be very difficult right now. I just need to let my wrist heal and figure out whether I need surgery on the other wrist. And when I'm back to my old self, then I'll know to take it easy and wear braces and things like that when I have to do hard work and just not do as much. So that's basically the homestead update. Sadly, I'm not there and I've had to like halt progress on the projects that I was working on. So I was building an enclosure for chickens because I love the idea of having free range chickens, but it's just really sad when you lose them. So I will have a safer confinement for them and let them out when I'm able to watch them and I'm not able to build the chicken run so right now I have a bunch of materials out there hopefully they'll be fine in the spring and I will be fine enough to get back to work. The other thing is I had talked a little bit in a previous episode about a case that is in the media right now, the case of Maya Milete and her disappearance or murder, I should say, because we're pretty certain that she was murdered by her husband, Larry, and Larry has been arrested. And the reason I had brought up that case is because it came out that Larry had contacted spellcasters and I saw a photo of an altar that he 
had set up where he had a photo of him and Maya and candles around it. And that makes me think about the whole idea of love magic and how it just does not sit well with my spirit. I do not like the idea of taking away someone else's free will. I think it's fine to do the kind of love spell where you want to attract love to you. You're open to being in love and you are putting some intention there looking for a healthy relationship but if you focus your spell on one specific person and trying to change their heart and mind and make them fall in love with you and make them want to be with you even though they might want other things for their life it just seems wrong to me and I think it's wrong even when you do it to somebody who's like your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend. Relationships evolve and none of us has the right to force someone else to stay in a relationship that they don't want to be in. So you probably won't hear me talk too much about love spells in my practice because that's something that just does not sit well with me. The only kind of love spell that I am willing to participate in would be just an open-ended, I'm willing to fall in love and I want to attract love, but I would never want to do something that would take away someone else's free will. Nicole Mims left me a message. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for reaching out. I really love when you guys give me feedback and let me know what you think of the information I'm sharing. I know that some of the stuff I shared in that episode about Maya Miliete was, it was very raw and I apologize if it was triggering to anyone, but I do hope that it was empowering and that it helps us all reflect on our relationships and how we treat others and how we allow others to treat us. That's very important. Hi, Andrea. This is Nicole Mims. Um, I have been listening to your podcast and I really love your content. Um, I just listened to the episode with the case about the Filipino woman and where you went into your own history a little bit. And I just wanted to commend you for sharing that because I know that that is extremely difficult and also personal and raw, and that takes a lot of strength and will probably help someone. Um, I really love your content on your on your podcast, um, particularly whenever you're going into different witchy herbs. And I'm curious about how things are going on the homestead. Um, running out of time on this, but I just wanted to say that you're doing great, and thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much, Nicole, for reaching out. I hope all is well. I really love to hear from you. Thanks. So as far as the case, the latest update that I've heard is that Larry is in prison. He's lost his phone privileges because he violated the court's orders. Now he's only allowed to talk to his attorney, I believe. The thing that does not sit well with me is that the kids are in his parents' custody. I believe his parents are in the house taking care of them. Now, finally, Maya's family 
has visitation with them, but Maya's sister was honest and said because of the ages of the girls, I think they're 11 and 12 or 10 and 11, something like that, it's a little difficult. And I'm guessing that Larry and his family have been speaking badly about Maya and Maya's family, and now the kids probably don't want to be around Maya's family. And I'm sure I don't have even half of the information, but it's just so devastating to think that someone could get away with taking someone's life and then manipulating the children and turning them against that person's family. Like, it's just heartbreaking to hear about. I think it's important to understand these situations because when you fall in love with someone, you only think about all the best possible things. You can't imagine what it would be like to have this person be so mad at you that they want to make your life miserable. Unfortunately though, that's a reality that people have to face very often because more often than not, relationships don't work out. And then when there are kids involved, it just makes it a whole different kind of messy. At this point, I am just trying to send positive vibes for the kids. First and foremost, I want Maya's kids to be safe. I was very concerned for their safety when their dad was the one taking care of them. Secondly, I do hope they can rebuild a relationship with Maya's family and understand that their mom did not leave them. Because I did bring this story up, I will try to keep you guys updated if I hear anything else, but as far as cases go, this one seems to be moving pretty slowly right now. And I guess we're moving into the time of year when most things are moving pretty slowly because it's the winter. We're almost at Christmas and Yule and everybody getting together and exchanging gifts and doing all of that warm family stuff. And I'm sure there is at least one person out there listening who struggles during this time of year because maybe you aren't able to participate in that warm, fuzzy feeling with other people. And just know that that's okay too. Sometimes it's nice to have the ability to just take some time to yourself and reflect on how your life has been and how you want it to be. And if what you want is that sense of community, a feeling of family, people to embrace you, you can find that. It doesn't necessarily have to come from the people or the family that you were born into. Sometimes you find that in your spiritual group. And this leads me to one of the things that I really want to do for 2022 which is create a sacred space where we can come together as a group and offer each other that kind of support and also share our journey, you know, along this path, learning about witchcraft and finding the path that best suits us. And if we don't find it, creating it for ourselves. And whether we practice in the same or similar ways or not, we can still come together and support each other. I'm wishing everyone the best. I know it's crazy, but pretty soon we'll be saying Happy New Year. I cannot believe 2021 has flown by so quickly. And before I end this episode, I'm just gonna say I'm quoting a meme here. TikTok, I guess. <laughs> 
It is so hard being so stupid. Oh my goodness. So one of the other things I have not really mentioned is that I managed, I don't even, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I wasn't gonna say it, but I managed to have, I say two car accidents in two weeks, and maybe that's not exactly technically accurate, but again, it is so hard being so stupid. (laughs) This is my life. 2022 will be a better year. It will be a better year. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.